0: Hello, Lot here. Just wanting you all to know that this episode has been previously recorded and posted. So I hope you enjoy it or re enjoy it.
1: Welcome to Close the Door and Come Here, a Game of Thrones and a Song of Ice and Fire podcast with heavy leanings towards our two favorite characters, Jamie and Brienne. Hi, I'm Clotho at ClothoSpindle on Twitter. Joined with comma.
2: Hi, I'm comma, and you can find me at the hyphen real hyphen comma splice on Tumblr.
0: Lot. Hi, I'm Lot, Lady of Tarth hyphen posts
1: on Tumblr. And welcome to our guest, John.
3: Hey, I'm John. You can find me on Twitter at John Ice Eyes. Cool.
1: Um, we're discussing Tyrion's fifteenth and final point of view chapter. In the book Clash of Kings, in this episode, spoiler warnings for A Song of Ice and Fire and the show Game of Thrones, as well as warnings for any potential discussions of violence and rape Um, happening since the last chapter. Lancel is injured. Sander offers to keep Sansa safe but she declines to go with him. After King's Landing is saved, Lord Tymon is made hand of the king. Mace Tyrell is named to the small council. Loras Tyrell becomes one of the king's guard. Littlefinger is given Harrenhal, and Sansa is relieved when Marjorie is betrothed to Joffrey. Dontos gives her a hairnet and tells her to wear it to Joffrey's wedding where they will make their escape. Danny leaves Zara's protection. She is saved from another attempt on her life by an old man named Arston Whitebeard and a pit fighter named Strong Bellus. Illyria has sent them ships and a message that they need her dragons to save King's Landing. Arya, meanwhile, is serving Lord Bolton and Harrenhal when she learns that Winterfell has fallen and her younger brothers are dead. Roos Roos tells her her that he plans to give her Harrenhal, I'm sorry, give Harrenhal to Vargo Hote. Arya decides to flee and convinces Gendry and Hot Pie to go with her. And finally, Sir Roderick's troops approach Winterfell and Theon is abandoned by all but 17 of his men. Just as Theon decides to surrender and take the Black, word comes that the dreadfort men have attacked Sir Roderick's troops. Ramsay then claims Winterfell, commanding his men to save the phrase and burn the rest down. Okay, that was a lot. (laughs) Now we're up to speed and back to uh, Tyrion 15. Tyrion is seriously injured and experiencing brief periods of consciousness mixed with fevered dreams. First, he dreams about the aftermath of the battlefield, the dying, the dead, and silent sisters tending to him. He hears the moaning and weeping of the wounded, dreams that he has no mouth, just a smooth, seamless skin covering his teeth. He's terrified and runs only to find the city gates closed against him. In his next dream, his sister and father are standing over him. varies little finger visit. He can hear talking, but he doesn't understand the words. In another dream, he is with Tysha and their cottage by the Sunset Sea. When he briefly wakes and tries to talk, it is muffled. He feels stiff cloth over his face with holes for breathing and feeding. He recalls that Sir Mandan tried to kill him and that Pod had saved him. He sees that he is not in the Tower of the Hand, but in a dark, small room with bare walls and only one narrow window. And he sees the chest of belongings and battered armor in an untidy pile. And um, I'm going to read a brief part here. Um, Uh, from uh, one of the dreams. He dreamed he was at a great feast, a victory feast in some great hall. He had a high seat on the dais and men were lifting their goblets and hailing him as hero. Marillion was there, the singer who journeyed with them through the mountains of the moon. He played his wood harp and sang of the imp's daring deeds. Even his father was smiling with approval. When the song was over, Jamie rose from his place, commanded Tyrion to kneel, and touched him first on one shoulder and then on the other with his golden sword. And he rose up a knight. Shay was waiting to embrace him. She took him by the hand, laughing and teasing, calling him his her giant of Lannister. Oh what i
0: liked about this is how intricately the um nightmare fever dreams were woven in because had you guessing like how much of it was real like what he was experiencing um particularly when you could smell like shit and piss and death <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: like was was that him even in the battlefields well i guess he was in the pit of bodies right that's where they found
1: Yeah, down him. in the cellar. yeah um, oh Yeah, I think he you kind of progress through every stage like where he's you know first getting moved from the battlefield down in the cellar, then the the silent sisters, and it was pretty eerie and vibrant you know um, vibrant visuals.
2: Well, and he uh, he he when he's in his fever dream, there's stuff about maggots, and they must have, and I think later on the maester, it's mentioned later on in the chapter, and I think they must have used maggots to to breed the wound. Okay, so he might have.
0: Already he
1: almost been... lost a limb,
0: right? Yeah. Which was interesting. I wonder if it was his right side. <laughs>
1: yeah, he does a good job of, like, interweaving, like, what could potentially be real versus, you know, what's the dream and what's sort of, like, maybe sort of prophecy-type things in there, like, hints at future happenings and, you know, it's kind of interesting. Well, and what he wants, too. Yeah, yeah.
3: Yeah, I thought it was uh, cool to see just after Winterfell gets burned, then he's suddenly dreaming that he's in this, you know, uh, field of dead people. I, I, I have heard some theories that you know he's supposed to um, eventually burn down Winterfell, or at least he was supposed to in some original drafts. Oh, okay. oh. So this kind of like seems to play into that a little bit. Oh,
2: well,
0: like, oh, you mean the letter?
3: Yeah.
2: Oh, this could be some
0: leftover that. narrative that you know, is interesting yeah based on like an earlier outline right
3: It mm-hmm. matches
0: up
2: <laughs> that's a good insight
3: yeah, yeah. and I, I thought it was really fun in one of the uh, earlier parts when the sun's shining down on all the dead bodies it says the sun was a hot white penny mm-hmm. and that one kind of jumped out at oh, me me too
1: Oh I didn't catch
0: that that's cool <laughs> I totally but maybe did. for different reasons. I just kind of like the way it sounded. Like that is the cool. sun was cheap and useless,
1: <laughs>
0: an annoyance. But am I missing something deeper? The penny um, um, of
1: the. Is that
0: oh, just yeah. penny? Penny? Yeah, like penny. Pe- yeah,
1: I think. Yeah, I think that's what it. Uh, that would make sense. Hot white penny. He always puts those things in there, and like you know, I was trying to read it carefully to see what else you know, sort of stood out. You know, I am yeah, too I have,
2: intrigued by the different, uh, discussion of emergency medicine, frankly, but, you know. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I didn't mean to interrupt, Jeb.
3: <laughs> no, I have no idea what it's going to mean, like why the son is a penny. I guess maybe she's going to be his salvation or something like that. Hmm. I, I don't know if he even had that idea this far back in the story.
2: I kind of went, well, we're jumping way ahead, but I've always thought that she's his daughter. Oh, oh that's gross. <laughs> yeah it is well, I mean this well, there's a theory is, about much. it, yeah right, but there's that woman in um bravos, the mm-hmm. one who um she sings the same song right that's in this there's chapter. a prostitute who um constantly uh wants to be married every night. I'm not making that up, am I no, I could that's, be.
0: no. that's supposed to be Taisha, that's the theory that that, that yeah, and I kind of wonder if Taisha was
2: pregnant, and I wonder if well, hopefully not from the rape, but if Penny is her daughter, I don't know. I've That's a theory.
0: Huh. That's, that's a not good my own theory. theory. I've gotten
2: that somewhere on the internet. Sorry, I can't give credit because I have no memory, but sorry. We've really okay. diverged.
0: Did the eight matchup? I'm assuming I have no so. idea. Oh. Well, come on, get the Googling.
1: <laughs> yeah, we have, to, we, have to, we have to check the theory on that. But I mean, I thought that was really, I mean, it was just sort of sad. And you know, you see so much of he's projecting so much onto Shay when you see what he's thinking about. I'm assuming that some of that is based on what really happened with him and Taisha at the cottage. So you could see how much it almost sounds like it almost like they're interchangeable. Like he's some of the discussion and things that he says about just seem really familiar. Well,
2: there are uh, theories on Reddit, so it must be true.
3: (laughs) Going with that weird uh, Freudian angle you guys have there. um, He, he says I don't remember my mother, I never knew my mother and then immediately the next sentence I wish I had Shay here. He's oh. kind of like those two things are oh, right back yeah, to yeah, back. Oh
1: yeah 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 cuz he wants that yeah that kind of yeah he definitely has you know the the mommy issues and the women issues and the they're all wrapped <laughs> into one <make.
3: laughs> big All right there straight from mom to Shay. I th- I thought that was brilliant.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I guess if we don't have any more about the dreams, I can move on to, uh... <laughs> next section Master Balabar wakes Tyrion to give him another dose of milk of the poppy Tyrion gestures for him to remove his bandages as he cleans his wounds he tells Tyrion that he had been found in the cellar among the dead and dying he had broken a rib and taken an arrow to the sho- shoulder along with the face wound he orders the master to bring him a looking glass and sees a long gash running from the left side of his hairline and ending on the right side of his jaw three quarters of his nose was gone and a chunk of his lip he remembers that Jamie had always said that Sir Mandon was the most dangerous of the King's guard because his dead eyes gave no hint of his intentions balabar informs him that they are in a chamber over the queen's ballroom because cersei wanted him nearby and when Tyrion demands he be returned to his own chambers balabar reluctantly informs him that he is no longer hand of the king he tells Tyrion how lord tywin led lord tyrell to defeat stannis from the rear he saved them all in a great great victory and is now settled into the tower of the hand and taken over his duties which Tyrion is not happy about
0: Gods be praised for Tywin (laughs) Lannister.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was
0: (laughs) like twisting the knife. Oh, I could feel that. (laughs) Someone takes credit for your work. The worst. Oh
3: man. I don't. It's just pure dumb luck that he showed up in the nick of time, (laughs) and he's got all this credit. He swoops in, you know, happens to be there on the day, and just. uh, it's crazy, like yeah, Napoleon used to say, apparently, to uh, when he was promoting a general, he would say, someone would say, someone's supposed to be a general, and then Napoleon would not ask if he's good. He would say, well, is he lucky? And that's <laughs> like, that's Tywin right there. He's just <laughs> lucky as hell. <laughs> oh,
1: okay. and you, yeah, and you know, you can't, I, there's nothing you think, well, why doesn't he, he, there's no point in him saying anything. Like, what can he say? He can't even say, oh, I did this, or I did, you know, it's just, this it this feels I, disappointing. Think the fact that
2: Tyrion is as lucid as he did is is luck right there. Oh yeah, yeah. Because he should be dead. Oh, I gosh. mean, I, I mean seriously, if not from if not from the wounds, then from like infection or whatever. And I know he doesn't like that Maester, but my God, the
1: guy did a good job. It sounds like. Oh, yeah. If he managed to at least stitch him up a little bit with the lip and the, oh, I forgot about well, he, the lip. Like oh. he's, he's talking about like, you
2: know, you shouldn't take the bandages off. There's a reason for that. You know, it's not just because Tyrion might look in the mirror and get depressed. It's because, no, your flesh needs to
1: knit. And I, you know, they all hate the milk of the poppy, and I get why they hate it. They don't want to be out of control. But, but there's it's to immobilize them. Yeah, face. it's to mo- immobilize <laughs> well, them. Well, that was a pretty
0: <laughs> quick hint that Cersei was doing what she could to keep him sedated, right? Yeah. He yeah. Was like I, as soon as he start coming through, the first thing that was shoved into his mouth was that funnel. <laughs> well,
2: again, <laughs> though, I mean, still. I mean, like if if, the, if Cersei wanted him dead that maester could have killed him a lot easier. I mean, that maester, yeah, that's true. I mean, it sounds like from, I'm going to wear my, my real life hat here for a moment. It sounds like the proper treatment was given. Mm-hmm. They did the best to stop the spread of any kind of infection gangrene. He doesn't lose limbs. He has like, I mean, it's wounds to the face that loss of blood there. I mean, that's pretty considerable. And you're giving somebody what I assume is an opiate because there is so much damn pain. So I don't know the deal with this maester, but I think if if Cersei had wanted him killed, she's got the wrong guy. So you think
0: Tyrion was being a little overly paranoid that this was Cersei's man? Well, I I mean, again, I, I mean, it would
2: be very easy... For all you have to do is, you know, not change dressing. I mean, he could oh, yeah. have died rub some from dirt shock. In it. Oh yeah, you know. <laughs> it's still somebody there. You don't really rub some dirt in the wound. I mean, you right not there. Feed him enough.
1: Whatever they were giving him, you know, Give the, him the shitty person.
2: maggots. Yeah, <laughs> yeah well, they use those today, you know, in emergency medicine. Oh, wow. <laughs> well, the ma- all right, because, I mean, all right, first of all, he's been in battle, so he's got other people's fluids all over him and dirt and muck and shit. He was underneath stuff. There's probably rubble, so they would use the maggots. They still use maggots in emergency medicine because they'll
0: um, eat the dead flesh. Yeah,
2: oh. and they'll clean up the, they'll debride the wound that way. Oh, man. Sorry, that was probably a little too graphic. I hope no, not. It no, it's
1: cool. interesting to know. That's I'm just like, so... <laughs> no. But yes. I think he's
2: being a little paranoid there because I'm pretty sure if she wanted him dead, it wouldn't be that. They could have accomplished that probably a week or so ago.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you know, we oh, get shit. hung. Oh, I'm sorry.
1: Go ahead, John.
3: She wants to keep him alive so she can torture him later? I don't know. Like, yeah, it doesn't make a lot of sense.
1: <laughs> yeah, if she had Sir Man- that's a good point. If she had Sir Man and try to kill him, why didn't she just let him die? Like, she could have, I don't know, somehow worked it so they didn't find him in the South something.
0: <laughs> Maybe it's the Tywin factor, knowing that Tywin's oh, back in the city. Like, she can't she go afraid. that far. Yeah, that's, I don't know, that's just a
1: guess. That would be interesting but- to know what they were talking about when they were standing over. <laughs>
2: I mean, I would think what would happen is if after he was like, you know, out of the woods, if they were continuously doing, you know, like a a Peter and Sweet Robin deal where he was constantly being, you know, fed milk of the poppy. Uh Sure. Yeah, you'd have something there. He'd be, you know, docile and incapacitated. But I think at this point. You have somebody you, – you're giving the person that kind of um, what would be like the equivalent of morphine in the Civil War because yeah. they don't have anything else. Oh, man.
1: They didn't seem like they were keeping him very comfortable, Although maybe they feel, felt like he was out of it, but he kept repeating, you know, it's cold. It seemed like it was dank, yeah, this well, tiny I, little – I mean, uh, it doesn't sound cell. like he's
2: in a great facility, yeah. and I don't – you know, but it sounds like – you know, maybe the Maester is doing the best he can. Yeah, yeah he's, he's getting the quality. Cool, but this is
0: quality. like through the eyes of a like Lannister.
1: <laughs> that, you know, he he's to a certain level of accommodation. That's true. <laughs> yeah, even in the um in that little bit where they were talking about Tysha in the cottage, she was teasing him because he was saying, "Oh, you know, she would who who would if he didn't sweep up the floor, they would beat the servants and you know, that kind oh, of little uh, banter." Oh, keep the fire stove. Yes, yes. And she's like, "What have you ever done that,
2: basically?" <laughs> So like you're saying like for us it would be like a four-star
1: hotel and for him it's like the holiday Inn.
0: yeah like the best western right now
1: it doesn't have their sense of decor you know they're fancy oh man that's funny
0: No offense to the Best Western. I've stayed at some nice Western Best
2: Westerns. They're on my list of hotel chains never ever. Oh, really? (laughs) I think I've stayed
0: at a couple okay ones. Well, there goes that sponsorship.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Because they're totally going to give us money. I know, right? Okay. Well, it's like the Best Western Western Westerners. Okay, Okay. Tyrion considers who he should send for and decides on Podrick. Balabar hurries out and is still exhausted, and a still exhausted Tyrion wonders how long he was he has been sleeping. Pod timidly enters the room and tells Tyrion that he meant to stay by him, but the maester sent him away. Tyrion tells him he wants Balabar replaced with Master Franken and Dreamwine instead of Milk of the Poppy from now on. He asks Bronn as well... And- Asks for Bron- sorry. I just keep <laughs> stumbling. <laughs> he asks for brawn as well, and Pod says that brawn has been made a knight. Tyrion asks about the fate of Sir Mandon, and Pod nervously says that he never meant to kill him. And then confirms that he is indeed dead. Tyrion warns him to say nothing about any of it before sending him off. As he starts to fall asleep, he wonders bitterly if Taisha would like his face now. And it's funny again that he mentions Taisha and not Shay at this point. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. that's kind of interesting.
3: I thought it was really funny how he um he tells uh, pod, you know go to Franken, get him to make dream wine. And he says, watch him make it like this ten year old kid's gonna know how to make dream wine and like if he's slipping something <laughs> slipping a Mickey in there or something, right. like, he would notice you know, like, I didn't think about that. He grabs the, That's a good the point. file's got this green stuff and a skull on it and then Pod's like, Uh oh no, don't use that one <laughs> Now <laughs> I
1: wanna know what's Dude. in dream wine. I don't wanna guess <laughs> what is this dream wine? Like how do they make maybe he doesn't know.
0: Unless <laughs> it's like really common, like Tylenol, like
1: I don't know. <laughs>
2: Yeah, all, all I've got is it can be sweetened with honey. I'm looking at the wiki.
1: Yeah, I'm seeing some discussion on a board that said people are just saying like a Valiant equivalent or flavor <laughs> with strong spices, wormwood. I don't know. Just-
2: <laughs> oh man, and poor. I mean, pot. You know, it's um, uh, there's a the Twitter's uh, Davos fingers song of um, madness. Um, you know, Twitter poll kind of deal. And someone's like, "Well, why would you vote for Pod?" I'm like, "This is why you vote for Pod. I mean, Pod is awesome.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. He is.
2: Although I, I think you're right, John. I really don't know if he would have the first clue as to what is supposed to go into Dream Wine." <laughs> oh. <laughs>
3: I guess if him, if he's standing there then Master Franken's not gonna secretly poisoning poison him, you know, that's the idea, but uh it just thought it was hilarious. He's he's like he's twelve, you know, yeah. he doesn't know.
1: <laughs> Gosh, just how scary must this all be for him? And I mean and I'm wondering where he's where they put him. Like they sent him away, but I don't know, it's just terrible. He's just must be well, I, you know, worried about they, Tyrion and I,
2: I wonder if, it, if they just made him leave the
1: room. I mean again sleeping outside the door. Is he like
0: so
2: he's
1: okay,
0: because like this guy shuffled out. Where does he normally sleep?
1: Quick. Have we ever been told? Like, where is? Do they have like squire quarters or something? I have no sense of that. <laughs> he has a yeah. bedroll, and you know, the world
0: is his mattress. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that
1: I sounded a little... to Have a nice, warm, cozy feather bed somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: Aww.
2: No
1: best Western, but you know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was going to say though, I, what I really liked about this the last part of this chapter was um Tyrion protecting pod because he tells him you know good say nothing of him of me any of it nothing because he knows yeah. like if anybody well because he thinks that somebody's trying to kill him so right he's like keep your
1: mouth shut pod oh yeah and he for him to, you know if they found out that he killed a knight of the king's guard oh my you know oh yeah Gosh, yeah poor kid <laughs> that would be a nightmare to have to deal with um Trying to think if there's any any last any last thoughts about the final part. Um, I guess braun. So Bron's been that's his first. He finds out that Bron's been made a knight. <laughs> that's problematic,
0: right? Because he thought he had Bron yeah. sewn up with his loyalty through you know dangling this, that, and the next thing, and somebody else has beat him to the punch.
2: Well, it's the thing with you know owning people with money. There's always yeah. someone who can outpay you. Or I'll pay them. Mm-hmm.
0: Gosh.
1: And at, at this point, have all the the his um, the mountain men, they're all gone. They're all gone. Men? Okay. Okay. So the hill tribes, hill tribes or whatever. Tribes, yeah, because yeah, he had to get rid
2: of them because they were kind of tearing up Gang's Landing. I thought.
1: So he is. Yep. He's ending this in not such a good position. <laughs> Okay, do we have... And this another? is it for Tyrion, right? Yeah, this yeah, is this, is our, this, this is our... This is our... The uh... end of Tyrion's chapter, that's all. <laughs> the end. <laughs> no, <laughs> <but> according <laughs> to our schedule, this is where Tyrion ends. <laughs> yeah, well, are we taking a break? We're coming back to him right after that, or are we? Yeah, I mean... <laughs> we
2: have a number of... Actually, this might be a good time maybe to mention yeah. what's on the schedule. Yeah, that's probably good we got before we do up. mail,
1: yeah. Yeah. And we're... Because we have Uh, Let me see... Our next one, I'm pretty sure the very next one is the Season 8 preview, I believe, is mm-hmm. our very next one. Um,
0: oh, no, it's a Jamie is it? and Brienne. Oh, special. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Sorry. I got that backwards. I'm going by memory, though, so I'm take that for what it is.
1: Okay, yes, it is special episode. We've got the Jamie and Brianne endgame, and then we have the GOT Season 8 preview. Um, it's our second preview for Season 8, and then we move on to our favorite chapters. We have John first. Then Davos, uh, John two, Davos four, uh, Sansa six, nope seven, sorry, and Bran three, the... Elaine two, and these are from different books, by yes. the way. Yes. <laughs> yes, I'm sorry, I know I'm not even reading to this. So, <laughs> so we'll find all the
2: Sansa seven <laughs> chapters and then figure out which one we're doing.
1: <laughs> a Tumblr has a complete list.
0: <laughs> I honestly don't even remember which ones I picked. So, yeah.
2: <laughs> it's
0: like, who picked um, and this then shit? I think then pick, we, oh, me.
2: we're going to do something with, um, we're going to read Ash's chapters. I think we just felt we needed a, a Tyrion little bit break. of a break from Tyrion. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And end of May we maybe a lot have of a, a break, we have a ships of ice and fire. That sounds, I think that'll be fun. That's going to be a fun episode. Um, yeah, so we've. I think we're not getting back into Tyrion if this is accurate until sometime at the end of June. It looks like so. Nice big uh, break, unless anything changes. Oh, do we have any mail this week? We do, and I'm about to butcher
2: some of the Spanish language, so apologies right now.
1: Oh, yes okay. meal. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, we got a, a Tumblr message. Um, Hello, ladies and the occasional gentleman. I discovered this podcast not long ago, and I've been listening to you almost daily to catch up, and I've enjoyed every single minute of you. It's great to know people who share our craziness about Jamie and Brienne. When I first read the books back in 2011, I did it so fast that I missed a lot of things. For example, when I read in a forum someone telling the I loved only cat, I was so confused and like, who the hell is cat and when did that happen? But I was absolutely <laughs> sure about one thing. I adored Jamie Lannister. In fact, the first thing I did as soon as I finished dance was to sign into the... Okay, this is where I'm going to be so bad. Um, Escuderos del... I don't know how to say this. I'm so sorry. I took French in high school and I was sucky <laughs> at that. Um, it, it's something that's Kingslayer... I think it translates to Kingslayer Squires, a group in a Spanish forum. A shy that sadly shut down about a year ago because of maintenance issues from Jamie's wittiness as when he tells the kid with the crossbow he was chained because he killed some crossbow men or when he's speaking with the blackfish and the old man asks him if he knows what honor what is honor and he thinks a horse to his compassion towards the bear. And what about the I dream of you in my mind? It's the equivalent of Han Solo's. I know. (laughs) How can you not love this man? Don't speak of show, Jamie, because he was slaughtered on a table in season four. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yes, yes.
2: Changing a little of subject, I guess this question is, actually, I'm going to disagree with you. This um, this fan goes on to say, I think this question is better for a drunk cast. I don't know if that's true. But <laughs> can any of you tell me what in hell Daenerys' if I look back, I am lost thing means? It's that she's so annoying with her eternal, I deserve everything because I'm a tar crap that i don't pay much attention to her povs and i don't know if i'm missing something important please don't make me talk about amelia with her stick in the bump face pun intended <laughs> and crazy eyebrows sorry for the rant uh keep doing this magnificent work love you all hugs and kisses from venezuela uh almost 80 i think we can talk about the if i look back i am lost i mean it's I I can, but go for it.
1: (laughs) Is that any kind of, you know, um, reference to Yuridichi and kind of this idea of like a sort of mythology where you, you know, you look back, you're doomed kind of thing?
2: Oh, like when she's when uh, Orpheus is going through yeah, hell too. Yeah. To...
1: But I don't know. Maybe I'm just pulling that out of my maybe that's just nothing to do with it. <laughs> that's the first thing I, I thought mean,
2: of. <laughs> I, I interpreted it as she she was saying like she couldn't go back and look at her sort of like John kept he you know how John snatches up I mean Eamon tells him kill the boy, become the man or whatever okay. it is. Mm-hmm. I I, it, I think Danny kind of gets it in her head. It's that kind of like she gets it in her head that she can't look back to what could have been or maybe like referencing her previous decisions or I, I, I mean, and then she just pounds that into the ground. Like she just takes that as an absolute. I'm not sure. I don't know if anyone else has any thoughts. She says it often enough.
3: Yeah. I think she, she, a lot of it to me, um, you know, psychoanalyzing her is like if she looks back and sort of wallows in all the crazy ass trauma that she's been subjected to by being, you know, a slave and all that kind of stuff and you know, married against her will, that probably it'll weaken her resolve. So she's kind of just like burying it, ignoring it, and I'm just going to go and, you know, uh, burn some people to death or whatever. <laughs> That's kind of how I took it.
2: Yeah. And I don't think she, she doesn't seem to be very comfortable kind of like, analyzing her decisions
0: very carefully. She's trying to be very singular-minded, right? So, like you said, if she looks deeper at, you know, what she has to do to get to where she's going, like you said, it will weaken her resolve.
2: So I kind of think that's what was going on there. I don't think it was literally her turning back. I think it was her, like... You know, always kind of looking forward, not liter- literally and figuratively not wanting to go back to, you know, why she did what she did or what she went through. I don't know.
0: Yeah.
2: Mm. Makes sense. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll go with that just for the
0: email. <laughs> yeah, <my laughs> and I'm
2: so sorry. I, 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 I know I butchered a couple of those terms. I'm just not good with language. I can barely speak English. Um, we also got an email from Shelby again um who says uh, hey guys thanks for putting up with me again last week um and she's a little bummed that we didn't read out she had a, a cute little story um that i saw and then i forgot to paste in the document so i suck but um anyhow she said i don't blame her for skipping it i always write novels when i email you guys laugh out loud um clotho is still my other half I'm so glad she was on last week so we could finally discuss Jamie and address a uh, cross exclamation point. Jamie, number four, life. Exclamation point. <laughs> I, I think everybody read the email, Shelby. So yeah. um, even if I didn't paste it in, we did see it. And thank you. Um, she says, I will keep this email brief, but I still have more than one question. Otherwise, it just wouldn't be me. Laugh out loud. I thought I'd ask a follow up question to the Joanna question from last week. Um, So I think all of you guys agreed with me when I said it was likely that Joanna wasn't all sugar and sunshine. But specifically, how would she have treated, handled Tyrion? Would she share Tywin's ableism? If Tyrion still married Tysha, would Tywin still have her gang raped if Joanna was around to change the outcome? jeez. would Joanna have tried to intervene, come up with a different solution, or would she just let it happen? Uh, that's interesting.
0: I, I don't think she would have known about it. I think Ty would have just definitely. went about his business. And I don't think she would have been all that approving of the union either, because she was all about making political I, marriages, right? Yeah, yeah I think if,
2: if Joanna's still alive, I don't think Tysha happens.
0: Do you think it's all right, she's already got something in the pocket, something arranged? Arrange?
2: or it's a different kind of situation, I I don't think Taisha happens at all. I don't think, I really don't think she would have been, I I agree, I mean, I said it last week, I don't think she would have been, you know, all sweetness and light, but I don't think, yeah, I think you're right, if Taisha did happen, I don't think she would have been approving, but I doubt she'd have any idea, I don't think Tywin would certainly have told her that he had his men gang rape her.
0: There's just some things you don't tell wifey. Yeah, no. (laughs) I don't know, that's,
2: I honestly don't think that happens if if Joanne is still alive.
1: Yeah.
3: Jeez. Yeah, no, no way.
1: Yeah, and it's hard to it's hard to say about, you know, the ableism and the attitude cuz you know, even um I don't know. You know, you look at characters like Cat and there's a certain like hardness and a shrewdness to them and if she's sort of more of that type, you know, I think she might let her prejudices interfere, but I don't, you know, it's, it's hard to say. Well, I mean, she
2: might look at... I mean, I think part of the reason Tywin can't deal with the fact that Tyrion is his son is because, you know, that he sees Tyrion's um, dwarfism as a reflection on him. And I can see, potentially, Joanna, you know, feeling similar. You know, it's like, you know, women who have daughters in that era apologizing to men for not giving them sons. Yeah. I don't know, but I... I don't
1: know. You know, maybe sort of, yeah. And they also had weird, um, you know, strange ideas. I mean, even people, you know, 30, 40 years ago had strange ideas about what could, you know, I remember my mom saying, like, she, she didn't breastfeed her kids because they told her that she was too anxiety ridden she would pra- pass the anxiety on to her you know her, oh my her Italian relatives like they were so old school that they believed that so can you imagine like this you know this other place is sort of reminiscent of a medieval time what kind of weird things they would have thought that could have they could have done as a mother because you know you're always thinking is it something I did when I was pregnant was so, you know yeah. you know who knows what yeah, they would have yeah. thought I ate the wrong thing or I did this or what the heck <laughs> Kind of Somebody like, slipped something in my dream why Yeah, like, mo- you know, mommy guilt back, you know, medieval mommy guilt, <laughs> whatever, whatever the <laughs> interpretation of that would be. And
0: by all accounts, you know, it's everybody looks down on dwarfs in this world, right? So it's yeah. not that far of a stretch to think Joanna wouldn't be any different. Yeah,
1: yeah.
2: I mean, she might have been t- protective to a certain degree. Who knows? Yeah. I mean, it's hard to know.
1: No. We don't know unless George answers the question of what he intent. You know, <laughs> mm. intended her to be.
2: So, yeah. part two. Unless anyone has any mm. thoughts.
3: No, just all the all the people who are dead in this story are always painted in just you know a super rose colored light. So I'm I'm pretty sure that yeah. uh, she would have yeah. been like you say. I think she would have been a little bit harder and a little bit um, maybe even just completely nasty to Tyrion. She could have been. Maybe, yes. You know, had had she lived. Everyone's memory is just so tainted; you can't trust anything.
1: Yeah. Oh gosh! Can especially
0: you imagine, especially deceased mothers? Oh, right? I they probably. Yeah, I can't even oh, imagine how is- it
1: would be if she was if she was hideous to him. And can you imagine her and Cersei combo? Oh my gosh! Oh,
2: well, this is a great segue <laughs> to the part two of Shelby's email. Which is speaking of Joanna, do you guys know about the Dead Ladies Club? And if so, what is your opinion on it? I don't.
1: What is that? Who knows? So
2: I googled because that's okay. what my job is. <laughs> Thank officially. you for
1: doing that. Thank you for doing.
2: So I'm in the Song of Ice and Fire Reddit, and um, well there it's it basically sounds like Martin has all of these women who are minimum. They're all right. So I'm just gonna read from the Reddit here. Um, it's by somebody named Lemon Peely. Okay. Um. For those not in the know, what is the Dead Ladies Club? Well, there are a lot of dead characters in A Song of Ice and Fire who have died before the story begins but remain important. For example, Rhaegar, Ares, Brandon Stark, and so on. What's jarring is that many of the dead female characters are minimized or only considered by how much their deaths affect the men in their lives. Also, a large number of them die in childbirth, which is a specifically gendered form of death yes, in this world, a lot of women are going to die in childbirth, but this is the case even for women who have pump, excuse me, pumped out a shit ton of kids previously with no issues. And then some of the members of the Dead Ladies Club include Joanna, Elia Martell, Rhaella Targaryen, Asherah Dane, Kasana Estremont, who's um, Stannis Robert and Renly's mom, um, Ned, Brandon, and the, the, basically their mom, Jane Marbrand, who is Tywin's mother, the Princess of Dorne. I mean, there's a whole bunch of people. So that's what the Dead Ladies Club appears to be.
3: The so Princess guess, of Dorne doesn't even get a name. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. That's how right. important yeah, she is. Yeah. That's great. Oh, man. Wow.
0: <laughs> so but what's the question about this?
2: These so, women? Well, A, we clearly did not know about yeah, it, or at least yeah. the three of us didn't. No, I don't news, know if John did. Me, yeah. Nope. Nope. Um And what's our opinion on I think it's it's accurate, though. Yeah. There are a lot of, I think you guys talked about it in your feminism, feminism app.
1: Yeah.
2: There's a dearth of um, particularly middle-aged women who are, you know, women of power, and there should be more of them. I mean, these were the ones who were, you know, left home to rule the castle while their husbands were off at war, and they did a good job and held everything together. You'd think there'd be more of them.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So uh, shall we say check out that feminism episode?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> Number we'll do
1: that. insert. Now I want to read I just want to look up more. I like your explanation of that, but I want to look, look up more about, you know, opinions on that. But that is interesting. So.
2: Well, I can um No, we can um maybe link to it and now I gotta find it again, which is always bad. But um maybe <laughs> I can we can link to that uh Reddit thing in our um Show description. There we go. And lastly, she wants to know, um, have you guys ever done or considered doing shout-outs or recommendations for fanfic you like? I know you have a fanfiction episode, but I meant besides that. Well, clearly you should read all of mine (laughs) (laughs) and all of lots and all of Guy.
1: I know. I used to be more active, active on Tumblr and constantly, like, you know, I used to constantly blog things and kind of, you know, pass word along. But, you know, just honestly recently i haven't i maybe dip in once every like three to six months because it's been so disappointing me that a lot of a lot of it which makes sense a lot of it reflects show and brienne show and i'm you know jamie and brienne so i'm like you know those versions of them and i don't like reading fanfic based on the show characters and then a lot of people leak the actual actors into it i'm finding as well not just the characters but they seem more like i'm reading like a fanfic about yeah like yeah exactly and i'm like it just I yeah, I like Jamie and <laughs> I know
2: Guile has a story that's currently out and um if you go I don't know about you guys, but if you go to my um AO three page, um which I'm comma spliced there. There's no there's no hyphens or anything stupid. Um go <laughs> hey. find uh uh well you would be you know you would be Lady of Tarth if someone else didn't have that damn name. <laughs> Um, But if you go to my bookmarks, I've got a bunch of stories there that I have bookmarked because I think they're awesome. Um, And I'm pretty sure you could do the same for most of us.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of really. I've got
0: nothing for you. I haven't read, written anything in years. I'm out.
1: I can't believe it's been that long. It doesn't seem like Oh, my God. I've been very busy. I'm just so busy. Oh, man. Oh, and I, I did want to say, like, I, I was kind of like de- delayed reaction here, but I think what happened with that segment that I didn't read was your email. Like, I, from what I remember, I think that I was literally just caught up in the conversation, so it wasn't an intentional delete. Like, it was on my printout of the email, and I'm sorry I left that out. It's just like we were got rolling, and I was like, ah, like a flustered, as you can see in this episode. And sometimes I have to, <laughs> you know. Well, I
2: think it's okay because she closes with, "I love you guys more than show." Exclamation point. Alaria loves revenge. <laughs> well, that's good. <laughs> I just not want anybody to and feel bad. And...
1: Like,
0: <laughs> extra
2: letters, so. And
0: that's since we're cool. adding postscripts, the feminism episode was number
1: 198. Okay, that's good. Good to know. <laughs> Go check that out. Cool, cool. Guys, <laughs> Oh. Yeah, that's our mail. Okay, cool. Awesome. Thanks for reading those. Um, okay, you can reach us at close and at gmail.com on Tumblr at close door and come here at tumblr.com. Follow us on Twitter at doorpodcast. Please like review and subscribe to us on iTunes, Podbean, YouTube, Google Music, wherever you listen. And please support us on Patreon at close the uh, Thanks, everyone. And thanks, John, for joining us. Yeah, Thank you, John. I look forward to having you back. <laughs> Thank you. And, uh, goodbye. Um, close the door. Get out.